Hey guys, and thanks for joining us at I-80 Sports. Week two NFL is concluded and it's Tuesday night, which means you're going to set your waivers. We're looking at waiver wire ads, players to drop. Thank you for joining us today at I-80 Sports. Okay, so Steve, the story of the week, all these injuries, are you ready to go? I mean, it, it was just crazy because um, I, I I was uh, I was at Asbury Park. That's why I left the live stream early on Sunday, and I, and I was just watching the Steelers game. But we were also watching the Giants game they on another just screen. Kept coming, uh, yeah. And, and the Saquon injury, man, that was that was brutal. Oh. So let's start right there, Giants Saquon Barkley. It looked like he dislocated his elbow on the previous play and then yeah. all of a sudden he runs out on the field tears his acl he will be out for the season we're not going to talk about the waiver pickups we're going to talk about that a little later let's run through the injuries and how devastating they were for each team mm-hmm. broncos had two Cortland sutton acl yeah. and mcl tear so that's we're not talking a regular surgery we're talking he's going to have a new leg when this is done this could be the yeah. kind of injury that really derails a promising young career hopefully he will be back in a year and uh, ready to go yeah, um, I man, I, I hope that the Broncos exercise better caution than the, than the Vikings did with Dalvin Cook because you saw what happened when Dalvin Cook came back too fast from his ACL. So mm. we will see Cortland Sutton out for the year. Drew Locke, he's out multiple weeks with the shoulder. Now, shoulder injuries are the toughest injuries to mm-hmm. predict. I have a shoulder injury. I've had it for a couple of years now, and we just know two weeks to six weeks. That's a big time frame. Yeah, but um, from what I from what I've heard from various uh, other fantasy podcasts and um, Twitter is that the Broncos are optimistic that it's going to be more on the two week side, so we may see him sooner rather than later. Exercise caution because we just don't know. Um, we also had Christian McCaffrey. Um, looks like he avoided a major injury at first. They said, "Oh, it might not be a big deal." A couple of weeks comes out today; it'll be six to eight weeks for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, that that. That's two of the top three picks or possibly the top two picks in NFL down in one week. Exactly. When we head on to the Rams, Cam Akers separated cartilage in his ribs. This is a tricky injury to predict. It seems like it's going to be a pain management and not a physical disability type Mm -hmm. of injury. So he could be out there. Um, But these things, again, um, we're not going to know until game time if he's ready to go. So look to see if Cam Akers practices. Yeah, 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 there's not and he wasn't doing much to begin with. It's a three-headed committee in LA, so it's not as fantasy detrimental. What is fantasy detrimental is losing your wide receiver one, and that's what happens to Devontae Adams owners. Hamstring injury, he went back in the game, mm. re-injured the same hamstring, and now he's day to day. That's not good to me. That's not good when you get an injury, go back in and get a re-injury. Um, from what I've heard, Matt LaFleur said that Devontae Adams did want to go back in again. Um, but they, you know, It's your job as a coach to say no. Yeah, and, and so basically they were, they were just saying, let's see if you have to go back in because by all indications, he was ready to go back in. So um, he might be good to go week three. I, I'd maybe move him down to a wide receiver two. For, for this coming week. I can't help. imagine he plays just the fact that it was injured, re-injured, and he wants to go in a third time. That, that's a no for me, dog. That's a, a no a, for me. Fire up the fire up the Lizard King and, and MVS, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Matt LaFleur is someone who, uh, I guess, uh, 
not someone I'm going to trust. Not not my top dog when it comes to uh, giving us fantasy information. Moving on, week two injuries: Colts, Paris Campbell, PCL injury, not an ACL tear that was feared. Um, he was unable to bear weight at the time of the injury, which did not look good. However, it does seem like he did avoid that full season out. We don't have a time frame yet. Yeah, it's indefinite. It's disappointing. He, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like two, two of uh, two of my three big guys that I was big on this year, like just squashed. In fairness, I love Paris Campbell, um, but no longer. Um, lots of injuries with the Colts. We're going to go over another season-ending injury on the Colts in just a little bit when we talk about the defenses. But the last team we're going to finish with today is the San Francisco 49ers. I think it would be easier to list who is not injured on that team steve uh, yeah oh my god we had jimmy garoppolo high ankle sprain could miss one to two weeks nothing set in stone um i think they're going to exercise caution just because everyone's hurt so why why risk it when you're going to lose the next two well they're, they're going to beat giants next week but then they're going to lose their next two games yeah cj Beathard can ball like he's a legit baller when, and he's been in kyle shanahan's offense for what three or four years now yeah he'll be uh, he'll be fine for them now, their running backs, whole tandem went down. Moster, MCL sprain, out one week, possibly more. Tevin Coleman, um, it, I his injury report just said knee. So it says knee out multiple weeks. So we can assume Moster, definitely one week, possibly more. Coleman out multiple weeks. Um, Moster, it just looks so good. That's just devastating to see someone with that speed and oh, yeah. that knee. Oof. He's going to be hobbled the rest of the year. You have to imagine. And, and and on the first play of the game, he broke the he broke the fastest touchdown record again. This time, it was the fastest touchdown in five years. Tyree Kill has not even come close to that speed. It's it's ridiculous. Absolutely, one of the speedsters, one of the uh, Mako Shark picks from our Shark Week uh, <laughs> this this current season. And we're going to finish up with some defense and defensive injuries. This may not affect your fantasy team. Um, maybe the opposition of your fantasy team. Um, mm -hmm. First one, we got. I guess we got to keep going with the 49ers. They lost two defensive linemen. Nick Bosa, ACL tear out for the season. And um, Solomon Thomas, defensive tackle, torn ACL out for the year. Yeah, th there were seven ACL tears this week. That, that, oh my goodness. When was the last time there were that many ACLs in a week? Oh, definitely is strange for sure. Um, other injuries around the league we had anthony barr from the vikings torn peck out for the season um malik yeah. hooker from the colts again the colts he tore his achilles doesn't that sound familiar a colt tearing his achilles oh, man. same injury Mar marlon mack had at the uh beginning of the season he also had uh byron jones dolphins cornerback left the game with a groin injury um this can be days this can be weeks we really don't know again groin is like a shoulder there's just a question mark he's out who knows mm -hmm. yeah exactly those are all devastating for those defenses but steve there was good news this week oh uh, yeah yeah let me get to it kenny galladay missed the first two weeks of the season looks like he will be a go for week three yeah, they uh the Lions said that they that they were good that they were exercising caution. They wanted to make sure that he was 100% and with everything that's happened this past Sunday, I don't blame them. The San Francisco 49ers were obviously missing pass rushers. They were before, two went down last week so. They bring in Ziggy Ezekiel Ansa, food of San Francisco. He's expected to sign one year, 3 million dollars just to I guess patch a wound. I I mean 
I, I, you know, San Francisco 49ers, they were one of those fantasy defenses that was actually pretty consistent. And um, now I, I would have to think that if you have the San Fran defense uh, after this week with the Giants, I think you would have to drop them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ziggy is 31 years old, so he's no spring chicken. Um, he's on that one year prove it deal and last but not least giants signed devonta freeman running back um who is not saquon barkley he's not going to be ready until week four at minimum so mm, i we don't know I, we don't know what he's doing at home and i mean who does he have to be better than wayne gallman i i mean Dion lewis had 10 carries and and some catches so we know. will talk about that later because now we're going to talk about waiver pickups for the week now first we have devonta freeman from the New York Giants. He uh, is actually only 28 years old. And as people talk about his injury plagued career and he's old, he's hurt. His career totals for games are 16, 15, 16, 14 to 14. That's really not that bad, Steve. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just that last year he just looked off. Yeah. He did, and we will see what he can bring to this Giants offense. Now, let's talk about what we could expect, what the waiver situation should be here, because I would expect in most leagues, Devonta Freeman might be going for the most fab. He might be the, the top guy off the board. Do you agree with that sentiment? Um, I would have, for this week, I would say yes. I, I would say that there's going to be the overreaction of Devonta Freeman's there. So, so Let yeah. me rephrase the question. Is he your first wet running back off the board? Mm, no, that's that's also a no for me, just because while he may be still in a split backfield, Deion Lewis is still there. He might be the guy he might step up and play. Um, you got to up your expectations through two games so far. The Giants have only had 104 rushing yards, 43 of which were Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, but week one was against the Steelers, I, and the Steelers are the Oh, best. stop uh, patting yourself no, no, on the no, back. No, no, no. no. This stop is, patting yourself on the this back, is, Steve. This, this is stats. Like, uh, going back to last year, the Steelers are, are one of the top three teams against the run. So, so and, make sure that Devonta Freeman was added if you had Fab out on Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman. You need to lower those bids or even take those out. So if, if on Sunday you went and spent some fab, get it back, put it on Devonta Freeman if you need him. Um, but just have your expectations. My top running back is Mike Davis. That's mine too. Journeyman from the Panthers. Um, he's going to be a six to eight week rental with uh, Christian McCaffrey while he is injured. He is a three down back and someone that Matt rule has already said he has faith in. Yeah, and when he was in Seattle and he had his, and he had his opportunity in Seattle, he looked great. Um, I think there was a two or three week stretch where Chris Carson was down or something and Mike Davis had to step up and play for a few weeks and, and he, and he played well until he was, I think he, I think Mike Davis got injured if I remember correctly. Um, and then, and then the, you know, Chicago saw something in him because they saw, they signed him to a three year deal, but you know, in Chicago that, that system just wasn't a fit for him. And, you know, after well, you can keep going on the the list of teams that he's played for drafted by the San Francisco 49ers played two years in Seattle. Then he was traded to Carolina, played a year in Chicago, went back to Carolina. So he's been on five different teams, one of them twice in his six year NFL career. Um, It is worth noting his average is just three point eight yards per attempt rushing six point eight yards per reception career. He did have uh, looks like his top year. Um, he had two starts in Seattle, 2018, 112 carries for 514 and four, 
also grabbed 42 uh, targets, 34 catches for 214 yards and a touchdown. I don't think Mike Davis is anything more than just a guy that we could fill in sometimes. And uh, besides that, he's my first wave rad for this week. Okay, so next up on my list of, of players, and this is in no particular order, Jarek McKinnon. Mostert and Coleman will be missing multiple weeks, uh, and he's going to be the guy at least for one week. For me, he's higher on the list because he has value even when the starters come back. Yeah, he's had touchdowns two weeks in a row. He had a receiving touchdown week one, um, and then he and then he had a nice and then he had a, a, a touchdown this past week. I can't remember if it was receiving or running. But, um, you know, they're facing the Giants. They don't have the best run defense. Yeah. I mean, what do you got to lose? So he has uh, six rushes for 101 and a touchdown so far this year um, and also caught three balls for 20 and a touchdown. So he will have value even when the stars come back. And that puts him up on my list above some of these one or two game rental type guys. Um, I do like that. He will have a role. And we don't know what it is. Jer- Jerick McKinnon was brought on to be the guy in San Francisco um, and missed two seasons. Um, yeah. The rest is history. Nah, but he looks in football form. Yeah. We've watched the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, as you said, you know, that, that was the whole reason why, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the starter, M- R- Mostert, that's the whole reason why Mostert uh, w- was... Became the starter he, at the end of l- last season. No, 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 that's why he was disgruntled during the offseason, because McKinnon came back, and McKinnon had so much money still left on his contract, you know? Yeah, well, Tevin Coleman, too. Tevin Coleman's the highest paid. Mostert is the lowest paid running back on a team that really, really needs him more than anyone else. Um, So, Jerick McKinnon, because he has some value when this is all said and done. Last player that I have of the running back persuasion is Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson, you should have picked up last week, but if you didn't and he's out there, he's my number two, number three uh, pickup of this week. K-Maker's injury really let Daryl Henderson shine last week. He had 81 rushing yards, 40 receiving yards, and a touchdown. LA said all season they were going to play the hot hand. Well, guess who the hot hand is right now? Yeah. And uh, Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown's going to be playing through um, a finger injury. I think it's on his pinky. I know that that may sound inconsequential, but when your job is to hold on to the ball and one of your fingers is not available to hold on to that ball, that that's a red flag for me. Absolutely. So Daryl Henderson might actually be number two on my list. Um, it's difficult with rookies. K-Makers was getting some work, but not a ton. And then he goes down. Daryl, It's Daryl Henderson time. Yeah, and, and and you know the thing is, is that if Christian McCaffrey didn't go down, um, I, I would actually say that Jarek McKinnon would be my number one um, pickup because because I think I think just season long he'll he'll have a role. Uh, but Mike Davis, my you know, but I agree with the Mike Davis being the number one. Absolutely. Now there are players outside the running back position who are available. Um, the first one I want to talk about uh, played in a nationally televised game on Thursday night. That is Drew. Sample from the Bengals. Mm-hmm. CJ Uzoma had a brutal injury, um, which paved the way for uh, the former second round pick, Drew Sample. Um, seven catches for 45 yards, but it looked like he got even more work than that. Yeah, he he had a t- he had nine total targets. Um, I'm trying to. It doesn't have the um, sleeper doesn't have the stat percentage yet of how of how many stats he was out there total. But after Uzama went down, yeah, he was. And even before Uzama was down, he didn't didn't he get the touchdown? No, he didn't. It was Uzama that got the touchdown. 
Yeah, he did do um, Drew Sample, 25 catches for 252 and three touchdowns. His uh, senior year at Washington, um, definitely Joe Burrow's going to look his way. He's six foot five, 260 pounds. So he's in that Darren Waller size category. Um, and to me, he just he looked really good in all phases of the ball. And uh, it, when you see an injury and then the replacement gets targeted more than anyone else on the team, that tells you something about the, what uh, the Bengals feel about Drew Sample. Can we just take a second to talk about just how inefficient AJ Green looked? Oh my God, I I, I don't know it. Like I if I if I owned any shares in AJ Green, I would whether try to trade him or get rid of him now. I I just don't want any part of him. Yeah, so he had twenty two targets and eight catches so far for eighty yards. Not not really good. Maybe maybe he's almost almost a cut candidate. If you can trade him on name recognition, um, he's one of the guys that I'm looking to, to move. And uh, I think uh, Rob Gronkowski is just straight droppable in most yeah. formats. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness I never picked him up. <laughs> I did. I wanted one share, and I had to in my home league, and it's still all good. It's all good. I'm still safe at the tight end position um, because Drew Sample's coming to my team on waivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we will see about that. And the last guy I really want to talk about, um, and I know you might have some guys, but I really love Nikhil Harry. And I noticed that he's out in a lot of teams where you can just pick him up. Yeah, I, I, I want to. What was his tar- What was his target share on Sunday? I think it was. I know I that don't he have his target share numbers, but I do have uh, he had five catches for 34 yards in week one and eight for 72 in week two. Yes, which is what you like to see. You like to see the the pass catch. The the catches go up. Um, I'm not targets. Yeah, but you know, who do you have to throw any of the ball? Cam Newton was throwing strikes, but I just care that the completions are are what I really want to know from Cam Newton. Um, Nikhil Harry is six foot four, 225 pounds. Big body receiver. Can you think of another big body receiver that played with Cam Newton over his career? Um. Oh, it was during the it, it was during the Super Bowl. No, 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 not uh, not, not Greg yeah, Olson. Greg Olson and <laughs> um and he he just opted out for the Packers. Um, what's his name? Devin Funchess. Who yeah, eighty three uh catches this season. We make fun of the Funchess a little bit because he I mean, might not be a great football player, but he's big. He's that big uh guy. He did have an eighty three target season. If we can mm-hmm. get that from Nikhil Harry, you're getting return on investment for basically nothing. Yeah, and and he had twelve targets against Seattle. Twelve, and he caught eight of eight of twelve. That's pretty efficient. That's what we like to see, hundred percent. And uh, I think Nikhil Harry, um, someone we were very very high on last season, didn't really come to fruition. But you got Edelman, the little guy in the slot. You got Nikhil Harry on the outside, and uh, Cam Newton's got his favorite targets. We all know his favorite red zone target is himself. But <laughs> Nikhil Harry might be number two coming up soon. Yeah, um, do you have any more guys before before I I just have two or two or three that I would just want to drop. No, it, the the floor is yours, Stephen. So the so one one player that I'm looking at wide receiver wise, um, he he's he's had um some good efficiency and you know he's had touchdowns two straight weeks. Keelan Cole. He, um of the Jaguars. He was he was five of five for forty seven and a touchdown um in week one against the Colts. And then he was um six of seven for fifty eight yards and a touchdown, averaging uh, averaging around nine point five a catch. Uh, I I would you know he's a low fab pickup you know and, and he could serve as the bench warmer and a um and maybe a high end flex. 
If I can get him for almost nothing, that is absolutely fine. <laughs> However, um, who knows how long Gardner Minshew is going to keep this up. Gardner Minshew, by the way, looked good. Yeah. He and looks good. He looks like everyone was underrating him, and he wanted to come out and show what he's capable of. And, and he has a very nice schedule for quarterbacks coming up. So, yeah. So my next guy, my next guy is Dalton Schultz, the tight end of the Cowboys. Like just ridiculous uh, amount of targets, 10, 10 targets, nine catches for 88 yards and that, and that touchdown. Uh, and that uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the Cowboys come back yet. I want to, I want to go back and I want to watch that. That, I, that was crazy. I mean, when you play, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, there's a lot that goes on that shouldn't be on an NFL field. Um, I don't think Cowboys did look that good, especially at the beginning of the game. I actually had, I was the only one who had Atlanta to win and it did not come true. And, and that makes me a little bit sad inside, Steve. Yeah, and so my last target is more for redraft. Um, if you, this is kind of like a stat, uh, you know, you um you try to pick him up and stash him. Uh, Justin Herbert of the Chargers. He he was known literally. He was notified literally minutes before the game started. Tyrod was another injury that, and it wasn't even an injury. He had a he had a chest injury from practice on Friday. They gave him an injection for the pain. He reacted poorly to the injection and had to be rushed to the hospital. Justin Herbert almost beat the defending champion. And Anthony Lynn saying, "Oh, if if Tyler's if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he's our quarterback. Your your rookie yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he has to say that man. though. You can't say you can't say what you want. Sometimes you got to play it close to the chest. I'm not really worried about much there. I think they're going to make the right decision for Austin Eckler to get that uh, offense up and running. But but yeah, you know, like I said, if you're in redraft leagues, um, just try to get Justin Herbert on the cheap. Just stash him at the end of your bench, and and then you know see how he does the rest of the year, and then and then just play the ADP game when it comes to picking your keepers. Absolutely, absolutely. So this has been great first two weeks of the season hopefully we have uh room on our on our benches to stack some players with all these injuries flying around yeah. um steve thank you for joining us today any final words no i uh I, i'm really looking forward to this thursday thursday night game the the jaguars and dolphins like i, I, I it's I, gonna be a mess <laughs> i yeah well thank you for joining us this is iid sports 